Buen día, soy Lizzie. Alan LaRue here. Can you all speak English? Hola, Alan. Bienvenidos todos. Lizzie, ¿cómo te ha ido? How's it been going? Muy bien, muy bien. Gracias, Alan. Last time we learned about how to express that you're able to do something. Right, or that you can do something. Que puedes hacer algo. Correcto. Today we'll delve in a bit deeper to the word poder, which means to be able, can, and sometimes power. Me parece muy interesante. Now, as is our custom here in the Newbie series, we're going to start today's lesson off with a short conversation. Today, we'll listen to a tour guide meet a group of visitors at the famous Cathedral of Lima. ¡Qué impresionante es la catedral! Yeah, the cathedral really is something, isn't it? My favorite part of it is, well, besides the cathedral, which is wonderful, outside they've done such a nice job fixing up the Plaza Mayor. Yes, it's enchanting. That's where the government palace is too. Tourists love the area. They absolutely do love it. Well, this should be interesting. Sin duda. Right on. So before we jump into this conversation, remember to click the center button of your iPod and see the lesson transcript in the display. That way you can follow along as you listen. Bueno, Alan, ya llegó la hora. It's time. Muy bien. Here comes the conversation. ¿Ustedes entienden inglés? Sí, yo entiendo. Si usted habla despacio. Sí, mi esposa y yo entendemos inglés. Muy bien. Empecemos el tour con la tumba de Francisco Pizarro. Once again, slowly. Una vez más, esta vez lentamente. ¿Ustedes entienden inglés? Sí, yo entiendo. Si usted habla despacio. Sí, mi esposa y yo entendemos inglés. Muy bien. Empecemos el tour con la tumba de Francisco Pizarro. This time with the translation. Ahora incluiremos la traducción. ¿Ustedes entienden inglés? Do you all understand English? Sí, yo entiendo. Si usted habla despacio. Yes, I can if you speak slowly. Sí, mi esposa y yo entendemos inglés. Yes, my wife and I can understand English. Muy bien. Empecemos el tour con la tumba de Francisco Pizarro. Very well. Let's begin the tour with the tomb of Francisco Pizarro. Great conversation. So, the guide is going to lead the group in English. But in her introduction and greeting, she speaks to them in Spanish. Right. She asks, ¿Ustedes entienden inglés? Right. And this is to show courtesy, because she's aware that not everyone may be able to understand, since this is a place visited by tourists from all over the world. Exactly. So, Lizzie, what other languages other than Spanish are common to hear in a city like Lima? Well, Alan, it's very common to hear German, Chinese, English, and our indigenous language, Quechua. Yes, that's right, Lizzie. This is a very cosmopolitan city, much more cosmopolitan than the other cities in Peru, but probably not quite as cosmopolitan as the large cities in Europe, the United States, or Canada. Well, now that we've gone through the conversation, what do you say we run through some of the vocabulary? Sounds like a good idea. So let's begin with... Entender. To understand. Entender. Entender. Next. Despacio. 
slowly. Despacio, despacio. Now we have esposo, esposa. Husband, wife. Esposo, esposa, esposo, esposa. After that, empezar. To begin, to start. Empezar, empezar. Then, tour. Tour. Tour, tour. And finally, tumba. Tomb, grave. Tumba, tumba. Okay, so before we look at the usage for these words, let's spend one hot minute on the word tour. Muy bien. This is a great word to use when you're practicing your pronunciation. Why is that? Because it's spelled the same in Spanish as it is in English. T-O-U-R. In Spanish, we say tour. Right, and in English, tour. So, tomamos un tour, or we took a tour. Bueno, Alan, ahora veamos algunas palabras y cómo se usan. Sounds good, Lizzie. Let's move on and look at how some of these words are used. Where should we start? With the word to understand. Okay. So, if I ask you, Lizzie, ¿me entiendes? I'm saying, Lizzie, do you comprehend what I'm saying, right? Claro, the question, ¿me entiendes? is like asking, do you understand me? Okay, and if I say, te entiendo, now this is like... I understand you. Aha, so the verb to understand in the infinitive form is... Entender. Entender. That's right, entender, to understand. Right, and if we say, ya entiendo, it's like saying, now I get it, or now I understand. Exactly, it's a lot like saying, ya veo. And again, we can use the verb ver here, since it's referring to perception. Muy bien. All right. Next up today is despacio. Despacio. Here's a word that anyone can use when they're first starting out. For example? Well, let's say that I'm at the checkout line at the grocery store, and you've just finished ringing up my purchase. What might you say to me? Mm, su total es 36 soles con 20 centavos. ¿Desea boleta o factura? Right, and because you're speaking so <laughs> fast to me, since you're in a hurry, with so many customers behind me, let's say that I really can't understand you very well. So I say, despacio, por favor. Which means... Slowly, please. Or you can also say, más despacio, por favor. And now this is like, slower, please. So we can say that the word despacio means either slow or slower. All right, just two more. How about the word empezar? Right on, empezar. How about an example? Siempre empiezo el día a las seis de la mañana. I always start my day at six in the morning. So, the word empezar means to begin, right? It does. And that means that it's a verb. Empezar, to begin. Yo empiezo, I begin. And Lizzie, what's the stem of this verb? It's empez. Right, spelled E-M-P-E-Z. But when we say yo empiezo, now the stem is empiez, spelled E-M-P-I-E-Z. Right, it's a stem change. An E to I-E stem change. Just like we see in the verb comenzar. For example, from comenzar, comienzo. From empezar, empiezo. And this is the case for all the forms of the present tense in the indicative mood, except for the first and second person plural. Right, we say empezamos and empezáis. And comenzamos and comenzáis. Así es. Now, just one more word, an important word, a word that you'll never forget because of its unique and how, um, how can I put this? It's, I guess it's delicate meanings. Which one? Esposo. Now, 
This is the masculine singular form, esposo, and it means husband. Right, and if we add an A to the end, we get esposa, and this means wife. And if we say that ellos son esposos, we mean they are spouses. Okay. But now here's the kicker. The word esposas in the feminine plural also means handcuffs. <laughs> and what are you inferring? Uh, nothing, I guess. But just, you know, it's, it's a meaning that definitely depends on the context, doesn't it? <laughs> I hope your wife isn't listening. Espero que tu esposa no esté escuchando. <laughs> you are, honey, no te preocupes. It's just an explanation. Just doing our work. Baby, come on. Don't change the locks again. Bueno, let's move on and look at some of the grammar for today. Great idea. So today, we're looking at the verb poder. Poder. ¿Puedes ayudarme? Can you help me? Si puedo. Yes, I can. ¿Podemos viajar juntos? Can we travel together? Si podéis. Yes, you all can. So, as we said last time, the verb poder is used to refer to the potential of an act happening. When we say, te puedo ayudar, we're literally saying, you, I am able to help. Notice how the verb ayudar is in the infinitive form. Right, and this means to help. But we can't say, I to help you, that doesn't make sense. We need to complete the meaning of the verb. That's right, and to do this, we're going to use the verb poder, and poder will be conjugated, while the verb Ayudar will not. So we say, te puedo ayudar. I can help you. Or, I am able to help you. Now, today, we're going to learn how to say, we can. Or, you all can. And, they can. So, Lizzie, first, how about an example? Mi esposa y yo podemos entender inglés. My wife and I can understand English. This could also be translated, my wife and I are able to understand English. Right, so Luke here is speaking for himself and his wife which means that it is the we form, or the first-person plural. For that reason, the verb podemos is used, in which we see that mos ending that is so characteristic of the we form. Sometimes it amazes me how much the verb poder is used in Spanish. Now let's move on to the you all form. Lizzie, can you give us an example, please? Vosotros podéis venir con nosotros. And that means, you all can come with us, or... You're all able to come with us. So, for vosotros, a form generally used in Spain but not in the Americas, we will say podéis. Vosotros podéis. And that's the informal way of addressing a group of people. What about the formal way? Ustedes pueden hablar bien. You all can speak well. So here we see that the ustedes form has been used. This is the third person plural of the present indicative. Remember that in Latin America, this form is used for both informal and formal situations, while in Spain it is reserved for formal situations. That's important to remember. Notice that the verb poder has been conjugated to pueden. This form is used for ustedes, you all, as well as ellos, they, masculine, and ellas, they, feminine. So now we have pueden, you all can, or you are all able. And they all can, or they all are able. Así es. Well, Lizzie, yet again, another great lesson. For me too, Alan. Okay, hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Ciao, Lizzie. <laughs> Ciao.